something happened to that I wholeheartedly felt I needed to talk about today. You know, when you feel that calling, I'm constantly learning the hard way that if I don't answer that calling, I'm doing a disservice to myself and to you who may need it. So I'm going to touch on the subject of depression and anxiety. Hey friends, this is Eileen, that ADHD chick coming to you from Northern California and getting ready to do something new today. Now, first, before we talk about the topic of depression and anxiety, uh, I want to remind everybody, I'm not a doctor. I am just speaking from my experience and that of others that I know who go through similar things. And I'm not going to name any names, of course. We like to respect people's privacy. But I do want to talk about me because what happened to me three days ago, it was something like in the past I would never have tried to address. I would just go through it. Um, you know, whatever happened, I wouldn't think twice about it. I would go through it. I would tell myself, you know, this is going to pass and I'll deal with it whenever I need to or whatever it is. Like it depends on what the topic is or what happened to me that put me in this state. In fact, I never thought in my life that I was ever in a depressive, anxious state until I started to research more about mental health and depression and anxiety and how it's linked to ADHD tendencies and things like that. And it's been very, very interesting because it's given me a new perspective on when things happen and what reactions I have to it and what I do to fix the problem or to um, have a, you know, to, to, to complete the process of what I'm going through. It's also taught me that depression doesn't only mean like you're depressed every day for months on end. You can also be in this state for a short time and not even know it, but your actions show it. So you manifest these short bouts of depression and anxiety in ways that you didn't know came from the fact that you are depressed or anxious. So as you can see, I'm also not a a, a wordsmith. <laughs> I am just letting this out the way I see it. And that's what makes this episode a little different. I don't have this episode scripted out or outlined in detail. i pretty much just wrote some notes really quick on what I want to talk about. And I'm just going to wing it. I mean, since this topic is super fresh in my mind, we'll just see how it goes and how you respond to it. And if you like it, if you like the way this um, goes today and, and, and how it flows today, because I will be doing this now and then, I like to speak very naturally and not try to follow any script. And so I'm trying to practice, you know, and see like, hey, can I write five sentences down and go from there and try to be natural on this podcast? Because that's really what I would expect from somebody who I like listening to. And I think that you guys would appreciate it too. So if you do appreciate it and you like how it goes today, please let me know with a shiny rating or raving review on your podcast platform. Um, it would really help get this podcast out to more people who may need a tribe, a tribe like us. So let's get into it. 
Three days ago, I received disturbing news. I actually woke up to a text that was highly disturbing. <laughs> um, I can't tell you what it is. I, I It's private. It's in the family, but it doesn't really matter because that's not the point of what it was. But basically what you do need to know is that it's something that I was really passionate about and didn't want to happen yet it did. And my husband and I were pretty broken up about it. And not only did I receive the bad news text, but I also received text messages from my husband saying he was so sad or he was so disappointed or whatever it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is it? And so I scoured my phone, you know, through my text messages and looked and found what it was that was upsetting him. And it did, uh, in fact, upset me as well. So I was just at that very moment, my reaction was a spiral. It was so weird. I would have never recognized it before if um, I wasn't so into learning a lot about mental health in the past uh, three years or so. Um, I mean, really digging deep. Uh, I mean, I knew about mental health and ADHD and all those things, but in the past three years, I've really been digging deep into the books, into the articles, into, um, you know, speakers and everything. And I feel totally firehosed with a lot of information. And that's kind of why I started this podcast, because I wanted to share everything I had in my head before it goes away. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I don't have this podcast scripted, so if I go off on a tangent, I'm going to try to reel myself back in and hopefully it works. Feel free to tell me how you feel about that. I'm going to try to put a comment page on my website so that you guys can leave your comments and maybe I can address it in future episodes. I would love that. It's a form of engagement when you're doing a podcast. Unfortunately, you are not seeing engagement live. And also for you guys, you're listening to it. And sometimes you feel like you want to comment and you, you can't live. And so you have it in your head. So I would love to kind of set up a comment box or something on my website. And, um, that way you can put your, you know, your questions or your feedback and we can address it in future episodes. That would be so awesome. So anyways, let me reel myself back in. How did I react? So like I said, I, I went into this spiral and I started to recognize it as a form of depression and anxiety because I was in a depressed state, like I just wanted to stay in bed and, and be sad about it. But at the same time, I became very anxious about the topic itself like the subject matter. And I started to look into the future. Oh my gosh, how is this going to affect the future? What, what is it going to do? And blah, 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 and all that. And then my heart started racing <laughs> and it was just a crazy, crazy feeling, um, that I've never really, really recognized. I know, or I knew that had happened to me in the past, this type of reaction, but I never really put a name to it. And I think it's because when we think of depression and anxiety, we always think of something really, really, really bad. Like, you know, I, it takes me back to that movie Beaches. <laughs> I know you're like, Beaches, what? Um, where she was just sitting in a rocking chair at a beach house and she was all alone and she was just sad. You know, when I used to think of depression, I used to think of that. And then I'm like, wait, that's not it. There's so many different forms 
of this that need to be to be put out in the open so that people know, hey, guess what? You're in this state. Here's how you get out of it. But if you don't name it, you can't tame it, right? Of course, I hear that from another podcast that I listened to, uh, ADHD Rewired, if you want to check Eric Tibbers out. He's awesome. That's what I thought of depression. And when I recognized that there are different forms, I started thinking, okay, let's find solutions because that's who I am. I'm a solutions person. I have gone through many a mentorship, many, uh, you know, course and things like that on business and marketing. And when you go through those courses, you, you not only learn business and marketing, but you also learn mindset and the mindset of being solutions oriented is it lays heavy on me. It's, it's huge. It, it's something that has become one of my superpowers to be a solutions oriented person. And I wasn't always like that. And so I'm happy that now I have that, you know, that tool in my toolbox and, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting so distracted right now because there's a bird that's knocking into my window. It's like a dumb bird that does it every day and it doesn't realize that it can't get into my office. Anyways, sorry, that was a squirrel moment. Just said it because you might be hearing a knock on my window and that's what it is. But anyways, it took me a day. Like normally, if I get into this state, I can be in this state for well over a day and I will retreat to the living room and binge on Netflix all day and just try to escape the world, right? But because I've had the strategy of how to get out of this, this state of depression and anxiety, I started to get to it. I wallowed in this thing for a, a, an entire day because I had my husband talking in my ear too. And so it was very hard to get out of this state. But I made a conscious effort and I knew also that that was the same night I had band rehearsal and I knew as soon as I got to band rehearsal, my mood was going to pick up, but I didn't want to get to band rehearsal all in this anxious and depressed state. And so I got up and, and when I get into this, the first thing that comes to mind is get busy, right? You know, like when you break up, with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, like back in high school or even in college or whatever, and you wanted to get over it, you're like, let's call, let's call a friend up. Let's hang out. Let's go to a party. Let's, or let's go to work and let's just work all day and not think about what happened. So that's kind of, in my mind, that's busy work. And that's what I did. And unfortunately, when I do busy work, I'm not really being productive toward my business because that's what I do, right? During the day, like I run my business. I wasn't really being productive in that way. I was doing busy work where I would like fold the clothes or like wash the dishes or, you know, talk to my mom or, you know, mop the floors or something like that. Something that just keeps me busy so that I can get out of this state of being. I did that for a while and I stopped myself and said, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm doing this again, like busy work. I'm going to go through this day without having made any bump in my business or anything like that. I need to stop this. So I caught myself in the middle of my day when normally I wouldn't. Guys, this is not easy to do. I know this is years of mentorship and things like that, like I said earlier, but I was able to stop myself and stop. I mean, really like sit down and meditate on one of my strongest strategies, and that is gratitude. And I know you've heard this before, do a gratitude journal or, 
you know, say out loud what you're grateful for and things like that. And it's so true. If I didn't stop and do that, I might have stayed in this state of being for a week, you know, and I would have held it against the person who texted me that bad news. So what I did was I sat down and I thought about what I'm grateful for. And it was specifically toward the person that dropped the bad news. And I realized, wow, there are so many things that I'm grateful for regarding this person. Like, I love this person. This person has made me so proud in my life. I've done so many great things with this person. And there were so many things that I was grateful for that made me happy memories that we made that put a smile on my face and look to the future and see that, hey, it's going to be okay. And one of the reasons why I know it's going to be okay, because I am very faithful to my Christianity. And if you listen to my first episode, you'll, you would know that. Um, but we all have something that we follow, whether it's faith, whether it's the universe that keeps us grounded, that reminds us that it's going to pass and there's going to be a better day tomorrow. And that's where I was at. I put myself in a state of gratitude. I put myself in prayer and faith that this was all going to turn out okay and even better than okay. And this is an event in my life where I actually was able to fix something in the middle of the crisis and learn from it. And that in itself made me grateful as well because I feel like, okay, if I am grateful and I remember all these things I'm grateful for, I can conquer anything that comes my way. I mean, bring it on, right? And that's how I felt. I honestly felt like that. And three days later, here I am talking to you about this and I'm feeling great about it. I feel empowered and I wanted to share because I wanted you to have that same experience when that time comes that you have to stop and meditate on what you're grateful for in your life so that you can get over whatever it was that spiraled you into a depression and an anxious state. I really hope this episode and, and my story has helped you and that you may remember it for when something happens that makes you sad or puts you in, in a funk. And maybe you'll remember this episode and you'll go back to it and say, okay, I remember Eileen did this. What did she say again? Let me go back to the episode so that I can get out of this thing that I'm going through right now and maybe shorten the span of what this normally will look like. You know, like when you get into a depressive state, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in this for a month, for a week or whatever it is. And it makes you even more depressed. And you can go back and say, nope, nope, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to be grateful for what I have. Uh, I'm going to go back to Eileen's episode. I'm going to see like, what did she do? What was it that she was talking about? How is this going to help me? Because I need help right now. Or it doesn't even need to be me. Go to somebody who can help, you know, whether it's a friend, a therapist, a family member, anybody. Because times like this, when you feel like you want to close yourself in and just be by yourself, that is when you need people more. I know it's easy to say, like some of you are listening to me right now and saying, yeah, easy for you to say. 
No, it's not easy for me to say, actually. I mean, look, it took me three days to even say this. But if this was me five years ago, I wouldn't be able to say this the way I'm saying it right now. Like I wouldn't be able to express it in a way where I could maybe help. I would be someone else. You know, five years ago, I would be like someone who was wallowing in it and trying to get sympathy for it, you know, because maybe that'll make me feel better. But that's not really what makes you feel better. You gotta, you gotta get yourself out of it. And if you need help doing that, get help. But it's still you who needs to make that move. One of my mentors, TJ Irway, Tim Irway, he gave a talk the other day and he said something empowering. And I've heard it before, of course, because he's been my mentor for the past three years, but I needed to be reminded of it once again, because you know, when it comes to empowerment, no news is old news. Okay. You can hear it over and over and over and over again. And you should whenever you need to. He reminded me of this, that moment when you feel uncomfortable and down on yourself and you just want to throw in the towel and quit. That's when you know you're being tested. That's your opportunity to push yourself forward and crush that challenge, whatever that may be. That's like the test of true grit. And if you don't know the exact definition of grit, because like we hear true grit all the time, I think it's a movie. (laughs) But here's the exact definition. I just took it out of like Wikipedia. A positive non-cognitive trait based on individuals' perseverance of effort combined with a passion for a particular long-term goal or end state. It's not just a goal, like a tangible goal. It's also a state of being. If you have that grit, you're going to be able to do that. And I know you all have it. You just need to dig for it. It's there. The mere fact that you're still listening to me right now means you have it because you're here to find out if I have something to offer you that'll make your life just a little bit more manageable. And even though I'm not a doctor or a clinician or anything like that, I'm going by my own stories and other people's stories that have conquered this feeling. You know that sometimes that's even more important that you hear it from somebody that has gone through it and not somebody who just learned it in a book in college or whatever. That's the effort and and perseverance and and passion for a long-term goal whether it be in business or in your personal life, I think you are awesome for doing this. And that's really all I have to say. That's a lot. It's come from my heart. It's something that I'm not, (laughs) that I don't have to read because it's so fresh. It's happened to me numerous times. It's something that I don't have to write down because when you go through something of a trauma or like something that, that brings out so much emotion, it's not something that you forget easily. So how did that go for you? How do you feel? Do you feel now that you might have a better strategy going forward if you ever run into this problem? Like I said, it doesn't have to be something that's in your personal life. It could be something in business. Maybe something in business happened and you're like, this sucks. I tried hard and here I am in my business. It's not moving forward. It's not growing or whatever. You got to use the same strategy of gratitude. You just find gratitude in your business. Like what worked in your business? Like, okay, here's the crappy part that happened in your business. What is it in your business that's awesome? Is your business better than it was last year? Because it probably is. Or are you smarter about the subject matter in your business now than you were last year? There are so many things that you can find in your business that you have done better since the year before. That's 
where you find gratitude in something like business. In your personal life, I think it's easy to easier because you can find so many things that have happened in your life that you could be grateful for. But sometimes in, in business, it's very hard because it's so on paper, it seems like, oh my gosh, look, my numbers are bad, you know. But still, if you made the effort, you can find what you're grateful for. And so that's my episode. I, I hope you enjoyed the fact that it wasn't scripted. If you have any questions, if I don't have my comment section up in the website yet, definitely put it in the review. I would love to to see it and engage with it during um, my future episodes. So I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. I wish you good health, safety, and abundance. I will talk to you guys again on my next episode. This is Eileen, that ADHD chick, signing off.